0: Man, Marty what's up. Hey, um, Pittsburgh cop, 48, dead, COVID. County cop, just retired, 51, dead, COVID. COVID, young, 48, 51, that's young, by any standard. Young um, sergeant on a ventilator right now, Pittsburgh. Another young cop, right now, Pittsburgh, on a ventilator, right now, COVID. And then there's this, man. This is gut-wrenching. This is a memo from Pittsburgh Police Chief Scott Schubert sent to all of the cops on the department, men and women. Colleagues, we are currently experiencing a COVID surge in our area and within our ranks. Right now, we have more than 20 brothers and sisters who have tested positive for COVID and my fear is that number will only continue to rise. Sadly, we lost one of our brothers to the virus and others are literally fighting their damnedest. Just to brief, this is Scott Schubert, memo sent to the troops, colleagues, whatever. We all have stories of people we know who have experienced the unpredictable effects of this virus and what it can do to them and their loved ones. If we learned anything, it's that this virus doesn't discriminate and it has had profound and deadly consequences for many people to include the loss of more than 500 of our law enforcement brethren since the pandemic started. We are doing everything possible to keep you, keep all of you safe, but we need to do more as a Pittsburgh police family to help one another. We need you. Your loved ones need you, and the community needs you. I cannot bear the thought, man, Scott Schubert. I cannot bear the thought of attending another heartbreaking funeral or watching our brothers and sisters suffer while fighting this illness man, it's strong man I'm imploring those who haven't received the vaccination to please reconsider and get it as soon as possible it could possibly save your life if not for you please do it for the ones who love you with the utmost concern for you and your families Chief Scott Schubert strong heartfelt I don't know man. I don't know what to say except my closest friends right now out there are cops law enforcement for 800 reasons that you you don't have time to listen to and you don't really care but what I do care about is the paranoia the defensiveness the anger Cops have, towards authority, towards government, towards the boss. I ain't getting no shot. Hell with you and your shot. By the way, this is a national problem. A national problem with some law enforcement agencies 50% vaccinated. 50. Some 70. Some a little higher. But no one, even approaching 90%. I had to grab Union President Bob Schwartzwalder. These are frightening times. Bob good morning sir how are you Good morning Marty can you hear me okay sir Yeah you sound fantastic All right the, the chief's note very dramatic very emotional in essence sir he's begging begging uh officers to get vaccinated right you buying into what he's selling sir
1: Uh well Marty I know the people that are ill yep. and one died and others that have died from it from other agencies and uh, it's it is sad and if you if you think about it There's five logical arguments here, and they're all, and we need to keep in mind. Number one, you have people that believe, well, I'm not going to get it. And we know that the the variant and and the virus itself is very prevalent, so you're going to be exposed. So we'll say that's number one. So that argument doesn't have merit, right, that you're not going to get exposed. Number two, you get a vaccine and you reduce it, and even though the vaccine is emergency authorization, I mean, it's the proper option in in my viewpoint, from my own personal viewpoint. Number three, and I had this discussion with a friend of mine yesterday uh, who knows one of the officers is very, very ill. When you go into the hospital because you haven't had the vaccine and you're really sick, guess what they're going to pump into you? Emergency emergency therapies. So the experimental vaccine that you, you won't get, the emergency therapies you're going to get are experimental. So now you have that choice. So now you got one, you're not going to get it. Two, you can take the emergency vaccine. Three, you can take the risk and get emergency therapies pumped into you. Four, you can end up having long-term effects. You get the virus, you know, get through it, but then you have long-term effects. Four, five, and the ultimate problem that, that the chief is talking about is death. So that's, that's the way, from my viewpoint, that's the way I see it is those five areas of uh discussion and you just go ahead and pick so what the fop's position has been and we still continue to argue for it is simply this you really need to have a long talk with your pcp and and go make your own decision but understand the 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 problem is i see it i framed it in those five areas
0: union president bob schwartzholder i never thought i'd be saying this um 88 police officers uh, murdered in the line of duty which one is horrific well over six hundred dead from COVID. Did you ever think we'd be having this discussion, sir? That police officers will be dying in it's the number one cause of death in law enforcement right now, and it's preventable and they're not doing it. It's unbelievable to me. How about you, sir?
1: Well Marty, I and I agree. And I just went online right before I did your show this morning and checked with the national FOP who tracks these tracks this data. And as of October eleventh, they have listed seven hundred and twenty four. Whoa. 724. So if you figure on average annually, you know you get a lot of cops shot, but because of the outstanding work our medical profession does in the in society right now, we reduce a lot of line of duty deaths by firearms and and other things. But remember the medical profession is fighting this war against this pandemic as much as we are. That's what you have to call it. Because this thing is ravaging communities, it's ravaging people, it's ravaging the ranks. And it is the number one killer of law enforcement right now is this virus. I agree with you. God.
0: Hang on. All right, Bob. Yep. Yes, sir. Man, I know cops listen to this show. I, I, I respect and admire you for doing that. And I love your feedback. I uh, And I don't judge and I don't lecture. But I got to tell you, I begged my friends who are cops to get vaccinated. Look, man, I am not the voice of reason. I'm not the shell answer man. I, I just know that we have dead cops. And as Bob just said, 724 dead. Not even close. It's the leading cause of death. Check this out. One of America's biggest cities, second largest, Los Angeles. What do you think the vaccination rate is? The police department, 47%. In Los Angeles County, 78%. Police Chief Scott Schubert sent this out to all the staff, every cop in the city. Some of them laugh at this stuff because they don't like the chief, but it's not funny, man. I cannot bear the thought of attending another heartbreaking funeral or watching our brothers and sisters suffer while fighting this illness. Man. He's so spot on here. I'm imploring those who haven't received the vaccination to please reconsider and to get it as soon as possible. It could possibly save your life. If not for you, please do it for the ones who love you with the utmost concern for you and your family, Scott. Bob Schwartzwalder. Bob is, um, I don't know, he's highly regarded. Highly. Highly intelligent. An absolute fighter. And and I've known him for years. And we've had our own squabbles. But for the life of me, and and, and I could also argue that Bob is old school, but for the life of me, Bob, I, I can't wrap my arms around Let's use L.A. an example, where only 47% of the cops are vaccinated. Come on, Bob. Get in their head for me because you know, because you know, you're a street cop, you're a fighter, you're a smart cop. What the hell is in the minds of the cops to say to the world, screw you, I'm not getting this vaccine? Help me out, Bob.
1: Well, Marty, I think because of the, politi- the politicization of this virus, all right, for lack of a better phrase, yeah. And um, not really rational. That's why I tried to frame the argument from the outset when yeah. you first had me. Look, I see it two ways. You, you can you can risk it. You can risk the experimental vaccine, we'll call it. And, and it's arguable now that it's not necessarily experimental right. as far into it. But we definitely know that the therapies they're going to give you, if you come down hard with this virus and have to be hospitalized, all of those are experimental. <laughs> so the rest. It's true. If you're gonna make, if you're gonna make a rational argument. Understand it. So the only other option you have is you're playing, you're playing roulette with your health. Is that? Hey, you're gonna always hit on red, or you're always gonna hit on black, or your number's gonna come up. And if that number comes up and you end up in a hospital, you know your philosophical arguments. I remember one of my friends who survived this virus. When I talked to him when he came out of the hospital, police officer,
0: yeah.
1: he told me he called his family. Says, "I'm not gonna make it to the morning." Yeah. But he did make it, and I'm really glad that he made it, and and he's it, healthy. But he told me that it, it frightened him, and you know what he did? He went and got the vaccine. Hey, because he knows he dodged a bullet. So, but isn't um,
0: isn't some of it? I'm tougher than you. Screw you and your vaccine. Isn't that some of it?
1: Well, I don't know if I've really heard that. Okay, I've heard more of the political arguments, or or the arguments where. Uh, they'll use some of the anecdotal medical information what's out there, because remember this is being litigated for mandatory vaccines. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I know several agencies that are that are litigating this across the country. Oh yeah. And um, you know, I, here's my here's my position. This is a position the FOP is going to take on this. If you mandate it, number one, you have to bargain it because here's my only concern. Number one, you have to be able to take responsibility. Let's say, and you see this in. Commercials, you have it on your, on your uh, show sometimes, where something that somebody used at one point five, eight, ten years later comes back with some severe adverse effects, right? You get it. Okay, so now that happens. My point is you've got to be willing to accept responsibility for that if you mandate it under workers' comp and hard lung benefits for law enforcement. And number two, you need to be real careful that we don't release, because we're relying on these pharmaceutical companies, we want to be real careful. We don't release them for full liability if they if they cut a corner. Hey, Bob. So we, hey, Bob. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: You know, you know this. Every cop knows every cop. That's just how it is. It's actually kind of fascinating. It's a, it's a family, really. Whether it's dysfunctional is another day, another conversation. Yeah, but their, their their friends are now right. on ventilators, right? Seriously, or their friend is dead. What the hell is it going to take, man?
1: Well, Marty, even even that sometimes, uh, you know, I see this in in several areas of all in law enforcement. I'll just tell you this, Marty, because I don't care if the general public knows about me. Right. But I ran, I ran to get the vaccine. I told you that before, right. and um, because of my friend, it was a there was a cancer or a, a, a oncologist, you know, physician. When he ran, I ran right behind him. I was trying to catch him. And there's nobody that knows more about cellular degeneration than a, than an oncologist. Right. And if I got an oncologist running. You get the vaccine. That's where I was right behind it. and and I'm saying that you know sarcastically, but you get, um, you know you have a choice to make, and 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 like I said, you're either going to be on a therapeutic drug regimen if you <laughs> catch it because you haven't had the vaccine, or you could take the shot like I did and others have of getting it. But I can't force an officer to do it. Neither can a chief. No. We can encourage. Yeah. We can try to rationalize. We can provide information, but ultimately. You know, they're going to play roulette. And I agree with the chief here wholeheartedly that, you know, if if not for you, for your loved ones.
0: Yeah, man. Man, if watching a buddy die doesn't do it, I don't know what will. And, you know, we have mutual friends that have been sick with COVID and that are cops that I love and you love and they still won't get it.
1: I don't know. Well, I I always say this. It's just like when we encourage people to wear their vest. Because if you take a bullet... You know, you may not die, but you could suffer some serious, even guys that have vests are in wheelchairs. Right. A friend of mine I don't care from taking from around. Taking but here's the point. Um, you know, we wear the vest for that second chance, right? Right. You can think, think of a vaccine as a second chance like a vest. You know, if you, want to, you know if, you, if you want to draw a metaphor, if you don't get it and you contract the virus, you're in deep trouble. You know, at least serious, serious illness and hopefully you don't become a long hauler because sometimes there are things worse than death itself.
0: Yeah. You know, the families of these cops on Facebook and social media begging for prayers. And I know you know them and you know me, Bob, if, if I can help in any way. Obviously, I haven't used their names because it is personal. If they right. need anything from me or us, uh, just text me, man. and We'll be on it. All right.
1: I appreciate that, Marty. Thanks as always.
0: Thanks for being honest.